Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Strive Stronger podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and we amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. Kels, what should we not do when it comes to nutrition? There's so much myth information, isn't there? So help us out, what not to do to start. All right, so we have three things. Number one, avoid all or nothing thinking. Number two, don't go solo. And number three, don't overdo it on the liquid calories. All or nothing thinking. I doubt you'd have people who would go on the roller coaster diet, right? Go from drinking all weekend, eating rubbish, yellow processed foods to macro vegan and bouncing back again. Who does that this day and age? <laughs> so Look, there are so yeah, there's so many diets out there, there's so many supplements out there, and especially with social media now, there is so much information that people can easily access about nutrition. But what that means is that there's a lot of bad information out there too, and also a lot of really personal information when it comes to diets and nutrition. So I see this a lot on social media. People post their transformation pictures and say, you know, this is what worked for me. So if you want to look like me, this is what you should be doing. But we know that we're all different. We're all unique. So that doesn't always work. And what I find is that a lot of the clients that come to me wanting to eat healthier have actually, I always ask the question, what have you tried in the past? And most people have gone on that roller coaster, as you said, that they've tried so many different diets and they're at a point of frustration where they feel like none of that has actually worked for them in the long term and now they need that support. So the reason why these diets don't work is that they often have that all or nothing approach. Jump in 110% into this diet, cut out this, this, this and this food. Don't go out and socialise because you won't be able to stick to your diet and it makes it really hard for people to stick to. It's getting out of the mindset of a diet, isn't it? Like you don't go on a diet. It should be a healthy eating plan. And I know what you do and I know what we try and do as well is to give people support. So that's a nice link to number two. Don't go solo. Because so many people do this, right? They think, oh, I've read something. I listened to a podcast. I know now how to manage the change for my diet, even though I've been eating a different way for the past 30 plus years. Exactly. person that they listened to on the podcast that said that they did this, this, and this with their diet, it doesn't factor in all the other things to do with their lifestyle and why that actually worked for them. And so just trying to go and implement that yourself doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. You've got your own other things going on in your life, which all ties in and it all relates with our nutrition. We need to look at it from that very holistic approach. So when you do go out and you get support from somebody like a nutritionist or a dietitian, they can actually help take all those principles of healthy eating and then apply that into your lifestyle and how it's actually going to fit in with what you do. I say to a lot of our executive clients, Kels, and our senior leaders, if you want to manage your money, you'll get a financial planner. If you are going to do a legal contract, you get a lawyer. So why would you not, in your personal board or your team of advisors, have a nutritionist, have an exercise physiologist? Don't go solo. Get expert advice. Get someone who's going to help you to put the right information in. And get someone like Kels, who's going to help you with an expert to maybe dial back the alcohol. Is that what you mean with liquid calories? Yes, definitely number one is the alcohol intake. When we talk liquid calories, people often forget that when it's a liquid, it does contain calories. So that's energy that can lead to, you know, gaining weight if we're overdoing it on those liquid calories because they don't fill us up as much as food does. So it is really easy to overdo it. And especially with those 
uh, busy people that we work with, alcohol is something that does come into their diets quite regularly. Yeah, but Kelsey, I'm busy and I've I've got to go out and sell. You don't understand. If I don't have alcohol at lunch or go out to dinners, I'm not going to grow my sales pipeline. We had someone say this to us regularly and I said, look, if your sales technique is that bad that you need to get people drunk, you need to look at a different way of selling. But how, how do you get that across when you're having a conversation with someone who is really pushing back on cutting back the alcohol? Look, it all depends on the individual, but I think we have to really get realistic about what is your goal. This is what are the things that are preventing you from being able to achieve that goal. And nine times out of 10, alcohol is not something that's actually helping us to achieve those goals. It is something that is a hindrance or it's a negative. And even just having, as you said, a couple of those alcohol free days in the week can be a good place to start. We all need to start somewhere. It's not about saying, okay, cut the alcohol completely, go cold turkey from tomorrow. But let's just start to dial it back and see how you feel. You don't know how good you can feel until you give it a go. And liquid calories, do you put fruit juice in there? Other soft drinks obviously is not a part of any performance nutrition plan, but where does fruit juice sit in this? Fruit juice absolutely sits in the liquid calories category. I think the um, perception is that fruit juice is healthy. It's from fruit. But if we think about how much fruit actually goes into making one cup of juice, that is a lot of sugar. You know, if you've ever made orange juice at home yourself, you know that to make one cup of orange juice, it takes about 10 oranges. So we get all the water and the sugar from 10 oranges, but we don't get the fiber, the beneficial stuff for our gut health. So would we sit down and eat 10 oranges in one sitting? Probably not. That's why fruit juice sits in our liquid calorie category. And the other one is coffee. That's a massive one for busy people that are working. Coffee itself doesn't contain energy or a lot of energy in it, whereas once we start to add in the syrups, the sugars, the milks, that's where it starts to add up. So if you're listening to this and you still want to have coffee, and I enjoy having a few a day, Kels, I've gone to the piccolo. Some of my friends laugh at me and go, it's such a little baby coffee. Like you're paying the same amount for that. But it's a, you still get the caffeine shot, but you get a lot less calories from the milk. So that's a good option, right? Or just maybe go with black coffee. Yeah, I find the piccolo is a great halfway option for people that maybe aren't into the black coffee. It is a good option there. Hey, it's Andrew, and we hope that you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to listen to the full episode or some of our other shows, you can find the Strive Stronger podcast in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. We have plenty more content covering all things high performance with world-class experts from a diverse range of fields. And if you would like to support the Strive Stronger podcast, subscribe and leave a comment and rating as we love the feedback.